Welcome to Seasoned with an Accent, the voice of the global professional. This is Erika Yeni, your host here to receive you with hope and arms. Get cozy and comfortable, get a cup of your preferred beverage and feel at home. This is a place for you, a place in which everybody belongs. Born in Chile, from an early age, René Sanchez developed a special interest in other languages and marveled at the possibility of communicating with people from different parts of the world. At the age of 15, he had the opportunity to spend a year in the United States as an exchange student, an experience that marked his life forever. Motivated to help others, he studied psychology, specializing in organizational development, human resource management, and coaching. Along the way, as a hobby, he studied German, Portuguese, and Italian. He works as a mobility country coordinator at a forefront auditing and financial consulting company, supporting professionals worldwide. His primary focus is coaching young managers to enhance their leadership skills to take on the great challenge of assuming a new role in a new country while also supporting them as they undergo cultural adaptation. In this interview, he talks about developing intercultural leaders and the importance of empathy in intercultural communication and leadership. Empathy is a universal language that unites us all, regardless of language or culture, and René experiences this reality daily in his coaching practice. If you are an intercultural leader, you can't miss his insights. Hi, René. Welcome to Seasoned with an Accent. It's so good to have you here today. Hi, Erica. Thank you for this invitation. I have myself some coffee. Wow, that's good. <laughs> that's always good. So you are a mobility country coordinator and an internal coach for a multinational company in Chile. Could you explain to us what you do? Sure. Well, I have these two roles. In one hand, I, as, as mobility coordinator, I coordinate international assignments and I support expats that come to Chile. Uh, I support them in the different stages of their assignment. Before they come to Chile, once they arrive here, and I, I help them to adapt um, uh, and integrate in our culture as, the, as better as possible. Uh, and in order to make them feel home. And on the other hand, as a coach, uh, I do individual and group coaching, and I work mainly with young managers um, that um, has been recently promoted to a new role uh, as managers. So we work on um, developing and, and increasing uh, soft skills, skills that they will need to to lead their teams, um, to work with uh, different clients, with different uh, 
partners. So it's basically, uh, I work with them during the first year uh, in order to adapt for their new role. Wow, that's such an amazing job you do, helping people to adapt culturally and to adapt to their new roles. And I think you told me that you also have programs for the families of the expats, right? Yes, not, not currently, not right now, but we have had in the past uh, a, a coaching group for, for spouses of expats. And it was very inter interesting experience. You know that uh, normally for the expat or, or the professional that is moved from one country to another, it's a very exciting experience uh, and for the family as well. But the expat has a new job, has new team, new challenges, but their wives or, or, or the person that comes with them uh, not necessarily has uh, a goal or, or a specific uh, purpose. You know, it's just leaving their family, leaving their country, their culture, uh, everything to move along with with uh, their uh, couple or, or husband or wife. So we sign a, a program, a, a coaching group to get together this, uh, uh, in this case, they were all female, so they were spouses. And, um, and it was a very nice experience. Uh, it helped them to, to develop um, networking, um, to, to define what opportunities or to discover new opportunities uh, that they, they could do uh, because of this experience. Yes, yes. One of my objectives in my company is also to support the families of expats because the expat, of course, has a job, but the significant other comes to the new country and sometimes is asking, how do I restart my life in a new country? And I, exactly. I work with expat wives or husbands sometimes. Sometimes it's the wife that comes with a job and then I help them to restart their careers in the United States. So it's a very necessary support that the expat families need to restart their lives abroad. So what are exactly. the biggest struggles you notice immigrants facing? I would say definitely the language is the most uh, difficult issue to deal with. They, they need to they struggle a lot with that. And not only uh, people who speak whose native language is not Spanish, but also people coming from Latin American countries. When they come to Chile, they, they find out that we speak a, a different kind of Spanish. Uh, with a lot of slangs and very fast and many jokes uh, in the middle. And we use a lot of animals in our daily language. So, so even for them, it's not easy to, to understand all the time. Mm -hmm. Yes, for sure, language is one of the biggest difficulties for immigrants. 
and dealing yeah. with uh, not being able to communicate, which is such a fundamental skill. And also depending on where they come from. Uh, another thing that, that sometimes it gives them a hard time, our, our bureaucracy. Um, everything it needs to be done as it's written in some paper, in some law or something. Um, and that uh, sometimes it's not easy for, for them to adapt to all the steps and all the, our bureaucracy, basically. I know you're passionate about developing intercultural leaders through coaching. What are the main competencies an intercultural leader needs to develop to succeed abroad? I would say the main competence would be to focus on the relation with people, to be open to, to know their teams, um, to know what their needs are. Uh, curiosity is also a very important uh, competence. Um, to be always willing to learn new ways of doing things and, and to accept and validate uh, differences. You know, especially if you're coming from a different from a different country, a different culture, um, to be aware or, or make it conscious that uh, there are no culture better than other. You know, that uh, that helps to to adapt and and also other other very important skill is uh, communication. To be always as I said, open and willing to listen, you know, and to learn the values of this new culture. Sometimes we focus more on the differences, but if we try to see uh, like under the water, we could find that our cultures are more similar than we think. So focus on what is the same, and respect what is different, be conscious, and invest a lot on the relationship with the teens. All right, some great advice there. What do you suggest to someone who has just arrived in a new country to assume a new role? Well, it's very likely when you arrive to a new country, you have all these positive, um, expectancies, right, and, 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 and feelings. But sometimes a little after you arrive, when you start comparing your culture, your country, when you start missing your family, your friends, your food, your weather, uh, normally it's very likely to feel or to go through a cultural shock, right? So I would um, suggest be aware of that process, that it's a normal process. And, and the way to go over that is to decide to find your place in this new country, uh, to avoid to uh, do, avoid um, frequently comparisons, you know, avoid to compare your country or, or how things are done in, in my country, for example, and uh, make friends. Try to try to get to know people from that uh, from different culture culture. Sometimes it's it's very or it's easier 
meet people that are going through the same experience as you. So if you can't uh, have many local friends, but try to get together with other experts, maybe change ideas or or tips, you know, that things that, that can help each other. Uh, find a new hobby is also a very good suggestion. Try to do something that you can't do at home, for instance. Learn something new. Uh, those are things that, that will finally help you to find your, your new your new place or your, your new way, your, your new country. Share your culture is also uh, also something that, that I would advise and use local products. Try to try to find your place. All right, some very good suggestions there. I liked when you mentioned to do something fun because generally people think of the experience in terms of what's hard, what's hard to adapt and what's different from my country. But yes, there are some positives too, some new things that you couldn't do in your previous place that now you can do. You are in a new place with new things. So let's try to make this experience of cultural adaptation a positive one by including some fun and some elements of exploration and curiosity and adventure. Let's put it that way. I liked when you said that, yes. Exactly. So many positive things there. Now, in terms of mindset, what are the most critical changes an intercultural leader needs to make in how they think about leadership? I would say it's very important for a, for a leader to grow this global mindset to to integrate um, diversity you know um, and not also uh, itself but to promote this global mindset in their teams to, to rescue mm -hmm. the values of each person uh, each culture each background all, all the differences will add something yeah. Mm -hmm. So to have a global perspective and a respect for diversity, and not only that, but to promote that within the team so that the team has this global mindset as well. Yes. Exactly. In your view, what is the most essential skill that a leader needs to work on to become an inspirational leader? I would say to become a, an inspirational leader, communication is an essential um, skill. But also, it's very important to develop um, humble, you know, to show real care for others, um, to value your people, to care about it, about your team's um, respect. And in that way. Uh, it's more likely to that, that you will inspire and gain cooperation from others. Mm -hmm. You show commitment uh, and when you build trust. Mm -hmm. So to be humble is a great part of becoming an influential leader and to show that you care for the people you lead. Yeah, I would say that that's the main 
difference different between a chief and a, and a leader? Mm -hmm. Well, going back a little bit to the intercultural leader that you are and to the intercultural leaders that you develop, working with these people from all over the world and helping them to adapt, how do you build trust and report when you are dealing with people that may come from such different cultures? And how do you prepare those leaders to do the same and to build trust and rapport with people that may be from a different cultural background? I would say that in my, in my work, in my job, I, it doesn't matter where they come from. I always try to, to work with empathy. Uh, I, I try to identify their needs, uh, what are they feeling or, or what are they or what are they going through? You know, if, if I, I normally contact them when they are getting ready to come to Chile. So I know that it's a lot of things to do and, and emo different emotions to leave their countries and a lot of paperwork to do. So I, I try to build a relationship uh, based on a good communication and, and, and being as supportive as, as possible, trying to anticipate uh, to different situations that they may face on their way to the country uh, when they arrive here. Um, so it doesn't matter if they come from Brazil, America, Europe, Asia, uh, they they will all need the same support uh, to feel that uh, they are important important for me and that uh, that they can count on me uh, anytime if they if they need. So need basically, anything. what you're saying is that there is an universal language which is empathy, and it doesn't matter from what culture the person is. If you uh, demonstrate empathy you can build a relationship regardless of what the cultural background is. And that's exactly. such a powerful message. I think it goes for all of us in all directions, all of us immigrants, it goes the other way too. I know that like when you immigrate, you're a little insecure about not knowing the culture and about not knowing how to behave in the culture but if they follow your advice, there's nothing to be afraid. If you develop empathy, your observation skills and you listen and you understand people's needs, you can always come from this place of caring and of listening and of showing concern and being observant of what people need. And that will always make you successful, even though you don't you may not know the culture completely yet what a powerful message you just stated there so we are getting to an end unfortunately and there is a question i make for everybody that comes here and the question is the following if you were to summarize a message of encouragement to the immigrant community in one sentence what would that sentence be? I would tell them, um, don't be afraid to ask. 
to ask the questions that you have or or how how are your um, people around you feeling what they what they need uh, what can you do for them that can make you feel comfortable in the in your new place or uh, and what what kind of may also help others around you or get uh, to know you better that's amazing that's amazing it's the first time that somebody said that ask that's for sure a skill that every immigrant has to learn to use ask we are insecure about so many things so use your empathy and ask it will make you feel good it will make other others feel good because they'll be able to help you as well and you start building those relationships so we have to be vulnerable and ask powerful message exactly. i was just gonna add that as immigrant um, you don't have to know everything and some many times uh, people feel afraid of asking or or don't want to i don't know look silly but uh you don't have to know everything. It's the same as language. Yes. You're allowed to, to, to commit mistakes and you're allowed to not know things and just, just ask. Thank you for saying that. I think that's something that we as immigrants need to hear sometimes. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to not know everything as an immigrant. It's normal. It's just normal and human and just accept and embrace that you are in this moment of transition and of adaptation and know that you don't have to know everything thank you so much for saying that thank you for your presence here today it was a very positive conversation with incredible insights and for sure you left an impression on me and left me thinking uh, about some of those things that you said, and I know it will resonate in the minds and the hearts of many immigrants as well. Thank you so much, Rene, for your presence. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Erica. Have a great rest of the day and weekend. Seasoned with an Accent is brought to you by Altitude Career Coaching. Take off for a career of success. At Altitude, we partner with global professionals to create a path of career advancement abroad. We offer services related to career planning, job searching, and professional development. Please visit our website www.altitudecareercoaching.com to discover how we can best help you. Book a complimentary meeting and let's start taking steps towards your success. Hope to have you here again. Meanwhile, take care and keep yourself moving towards your goals.